Hello everyone, welcome back to IAS Podcast. In this podcast, Huda from IAS Morocco will interview Nizar, a national director of IAS Morocco. Nizar will tell you about his exciting experience in IAS and also upcoming interesting events of IAS Morocco, which is WOCO 2022. So, enjoy! You can't build peace on empty stomachs. Let's bring one and one together. I watch the world from your point of view. Hi, Nizar. Hi, Huda. How are you? Fine, thank you. How about you? I'm good. Thank you for accepting to be part of today's episode. So for everybody, Nizar is a third year food science engineering student in Hassan II Institute of Agronomy and Veterinary Medicine in Rabat, and also the Moroccan National Director of EIS. Uh, in this episode, he will share with us some very great future plans coming in in this association this year. Um, so yeah, um, thank you for, for really doing this with us. So before before we dig in into our topic, which is the the great plans that are coming in, um, let us know a little bit about you regarding your EIS journey. Like uh, when did it start and how, and what were probably like the previous responsibilities you had before being a national director. Well, uh, for thank you, thank you, Huda, for inviting me. Uh, so to answer your question, I joined the organization in 2018. I worked all over IS before deciding to join the national board. I have already worked in human resources, in the exchange, and in communication. At the beginning, I mainly made myself known for promotional writings for IAS and for my public speaking. When I decided that I had enough experience to benefit the board, I decided to contribute as national treasurer, and that was in 2020. And for almost a year now, I have been serving the organization, as you said, as National Director of IAS Morocco. This is very interesting. I mean, from all the previous occupations, it shows how, you know, one opportunity kind of leads to another. And then um, you're now leading a very large group of Moroccan people, uh, Moroccan students um, who are um you know that's our study in um, in different fields of agronomy and related sciences so how does it really feel to be leading this amount of um i mean this large group of people like is it somehow challenging a little bit or hard or how can you really manage to do this Uh, well, uh, it's quite a challenge for me uh, uh, in the beginning. I mean, um, I learned to do it uh, by practicing. Uh, the most important thing, I think, is to is to choose intelligent people to be around you, to help you do your job and to organize all uh, the missions that you have. Of course, teamwork is so important. If you have a great team, then then everything will seem just just fine. I mean, there will still be a lot of challenges, but overall you will get to go uh, past them. This is this is quite uh, interesting, Nizar. Uh, so um, what is, let's say, the added value of EIS on your 
university life and let's say doors it opened to you since you have been um, an old member of it, like since you're very beginning in this institute, how did it really boost your life here? Um, and, you know, did it have any uh, impacts on your life? Uh, well, uh, on a personal level, IAS has done me a lot of service. Uh, thanks to it, I was able to increase my network and meet very interesting people uh, all around the world. Uh, I also had the opportunity to develop many of my skills, including my management style and taking decisions. I had the opportunity to practice my Spanish also during international events, especially during the cultural seminar held by Peru this year. Um, it is above all this openness to the world that makes a difference compared to other student associations. Of course, uh, this is uh, important because, um, as you said, it's not just an association that kind of links you to, you know, local members and makes you, you know, just know more about your field of study, but also kind of broaden your perspective and makes your experience a lot larger, um, you know, um, even internationally. And yeah that's that's quite um interesting so tell us now maybe what is like the greatest memory you had um in this journey i know you have been through a lot and you've mentioned the fact that you've practiced your spanish you um you participated in a spanish thing and everything so what is um what is the you know the greatest memory you have um amongst all of this. Yeah, the, the Spanish seminar was uh, challenging, but uh, but the greatest memory uh, is uh, the in this adventure is probably the stay at Marrakesh during the Exco meeting nineteen. It was my first year in IAS, and the organization of this stay was my first really big contribution to IAS. Uh, Marrakesh happens to be my city of birth, so I found, I found it natural to organize this stay and benefit everybody with my experience and the contacts that I have. At the end, it was a very rich weekend. We did squad in the palm grove of Marrakesh. We saw a museum representing the Moroccan culture and we ate typical Marakshi food. I was proud of this success and it hit me at a personal level to share my culture with members around the world. The happiness displayed in the faces of my comrades during this day is what made me realize that I wanted to do this for a very long time. Very nice. Um, I mean, we can tell how proud you are of your roots um, as long as being active with the association also. Um, this is good to know. Uh, so before we move on to uh, our topic, one last thing about the EIS Morocco is, I mean, maybe we want really to know what are the different activities that all the different teams are working on, apart from the, the WOCO that we will mention later. Um, like, what is going on in EIS Morocco this year? Uh, with the health crisis and its economic repercussions, these uh, last few years have surely been hard for many organizations. The state of emergency is still relevant, but we are trying to come out of this crisis even stronger than we were. Like the phoenix rising from its ashes, we move on. Thus, this year, we resumed many projects that were put on hold. 
and we started others. We have undertaken a number of actions aimed at changing our planet on our scale. I quote the cleaning of the beach in Rabat. As we speak right now, a humanitarian caravan is taking place at IS Agadir. However, the ultimate objective that I have set with my team is to promote synergy between the different committees that form IAS Morocco, in particular through a project that brings us all together and can channel our energy towards an ultimate goal. I'm obviously talking about WOCO 22, which is this year's flagship event. Yes, absolutely. Um, we are so uh, excited to know about it more. Um, yeah, so let's, let's begin to it. What is the WOCO, Nizar? Well, uh, the WOCO is the event during which we vote for the international boards, the constitution of IAS, so it is made up of general assemblies and reviews, but at the same time, uh, scientific activities take place under the same theme. Uh, thus, this, year, this year's WOCO will take place in Morocco. Its team will focus on the promotion of aquaculture in fresh waters. Yeah, what an interesting topic also, aquaculture in fresh water. Um, how did you come up with this with this topic like uh, I mean it, it surely is interesting from the side of it but what is it let's say what is the importance of it today and and of course uh, in correlation with our fields of study since we are all um, agronomists or students in related sciences um, what is the importance of, of this topic to us The choice of aquaculture in fresh waters at this, as this year's theme proved to be the most relevant choice for two reasons. First of all, FAO made this year 2022 the International Year of Artisanal Fisheries and Aquaculture. And second of all, one of the objectives that the High Commission for Water and Forests fixed under the frame of the Moroccan Strategy Plan 2015-2024 is to position freshwater fish as an essential source of animal protein supply at the rural level. Indeed, Fish farming was introduced in the early 1950s as a subsistence activity to provide a cheap source of protein to rural communities. Today, aquaculture is one of the world's fastest growing food production sectors, bringing with it great potential for food supply, hence food security, poverty elevation, and enhanced uh, trade and economic benefits. The national strategy Halliotis position aquaculture at the level of the sustainability axis as a priority sector that will constitute a lever for growth and job creation for the fisheries sector. Indeed, the development of aquaculture will make it possible to improve the means of existence by the means of the increase in incomes and employment. It will also contribute to food security and to the socio-economic development of Morocco. The Moroccan strategy aims to give a vision and a roadmap to the sector to make it a real engine of growth of the national economy while ensuring a sustainable development of it through the preservation of fisheries resources. As a quantified objective, the Haliotis plan aims to reach 200,000 tons of aquaculture products, which will then represent 11% of the to total fisheries production of Morocco. As actors of change, and especially since this team is a field of expertise for a number of the students' members of IAS, we must take the initiative to put our signature in this great challenge. Of course, um, yes, we, we surely should. And thank you for this really um, great insight about the topic. And of course, all the 
all the activities that will be held in the WOCO will aim also to, um, you know, bring a lot of um, lot of global and local aspect to it, and you know, tackle this this interesting topic from all the perspectives. Uh, with the, you know uh, maybe the keynote speakers that will be present and all the different activities. So yeah, um, I'm sure that the preparation for it is ongoing. Can we get a hint about uh, the planning of the WOCO maybe from UNISAR today? First, when will it have place? For how long? And you know, where will will it be held and all the, the duration, etc. Well, uh, the thing to know is uh, at this level, the local planning is still preliminary, but it will probably happen at the end of July and will last two weeks. Uh, we foresee a number of surprises for this year's WOCO. It will happen in four cities, Rabat, Meknes, Agadir and Marrakesh. Many interesting visits are programmed and many speakers express their interest. Very nice. Yes, I mean, uh, a conference that will be held in four cities, that's quite promising. And I'm sure the program will be um, just um, just rich. So, yeah, um, what are really the cells that are working on uh, the WOCO uh, and putting the work onto it today? Um, like, where are we regarding that? Is it going well? Yeah, it is going pretty well. Uh, at this stage, we mainly address the sponsors, but we also contact the speakers and look for places to visit. It's a painstaking work. Everyone contributes according to their task and on their scale. Also, we will work in close collaboration with the executive board of IS World in the following months. Of course, and hopefully, um, you know, the, um, the global pandemic will just let things go just as smooth. We really miss all those, those international gatherings and everything. Um, and hopefully just this year's edition will be just fine and will respect all the, the, the majors. Um, so yeah, I presume that applications for it are now open for international students who would love to join, right? So um, how can they really do that and reach out to us? Yeah, uh, applications are not yet open, but they will be soon uh, for all members of IS member countries. Each committee will have to choose its own representatives according to the places granted to it. It will be probably one or two places per country. Okay, um, yes, um, thank you so much for this clarification. Uh, so really to conclude this uh, amazing conversations, I would love to know your expectations, uh, Nizar, as a country director about this year's edition. I mean, what do you expect from this WOCO? Maybe for you, maybe for the IS team. And yeah, tell us about it. Uh, this event will be a great gathering for, firstly, the students, members of IAS, but also for the greatest actors of the field of aquaculture. It is really the place to be an event not to miss. It is a big occasion to discuss one of the most important challenges of this year, and I want this worker to be a track to finding concrete solutions to problems facing aquaculture. 
What I expect from this year's WOCO is no less than what it is, the greatest student scientific event in the world. We are working very hard to make this project possible and I'm very excited to see it materialize. I mean, we are all excited for sure and I'm sure all the IS members are also. Um, thank you so much, Nizar, for all these clarifications. We had a blast uh, knowing all these informations, and I'm sure people have now a clear idea about the Woko and all the, and all the, um, you know, what's 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 waiting for them uh, in Morocco. So yeah, um, if uh, there's nothing really to add, I would love to thank you again, uh, and uh, let's just wait for July then. Yeah, let's wait for July, and uh, I want to thank you for this uh, occasion to talk about this uh, event. Uh, thank you very much, Huda. You're mostly welcome. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Huda and Nizar, for a nice talk about WOCO 2022. We're looking forward for further information about WOCO 2022 on July. This podcast is edited by me, Willa promoted by Eureka and her teams, and supported by Wageningen University. Keep tuning our podcast to get another interesting stories all around the globe. So, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You can't build peace on empty stomachs. Let's bring one and one together. I watch the world from your point of view.